0: Everybody and welcome back to Monday's podcast. Now, if you listened to us last week, then you know that we were going to be doing a podcast on self-care this week. Um, if you have not seen our YouTube video on self-care, we do have that up on our YouTube channel um, right now. But actually, we are going to be doing a 180, because you know what? That's life. And I had a major tweak bomb this week where I did not record a self-care podcast and there were many hurdles and one of the hurdles was indeed my own heart. So there she blows with that. Um, But today we're going to be doing a different podcast on actually resolving conflict because guess what else? This week we had to resolve some conflict regarding the heart. Okay, and the heart's intentions, and failures, and mess ups. And you know what? We all go through times or we have to resolve conflict with somebody. And sometimes you just want to hold on to that bitterness because you know the other person doesn't deserve forgiveness, right? That's how it feels. Um, But before we get into this, we did want to mention that we still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some Miranda on the internet, and my mom kind of has a personal testimony to it.
1: Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling, and what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could Go through and kind of pick the one I wanted, and then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling. That I actually could just do it online, and you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you and so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you when you need it you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course, it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it. So now that we have gone through that, we are going to begin this podcast, and it is actually special because you know what? Today we have Mentor Mama, me and my sister, because guess what? Sometimes mentor mama has to be the mediator. Can you didn't believe it? The mom has to be the mediator in uh, child conflict. Oh,
1: boy. It starts at a young age, and hey, here we are, 19 and 21, 2, 23. She's 22. Whoa, 22.
0: There was just silence. Yeah, we're still at it. Yeah. And you know what? We get a lot of comments that people are always saying like, oh, you guys are you're you're such great sisters. I wish me and my sister could be like that. Or I wish my daughters could see how you guys never fight. Beep, beep, beep. Back up the train. That is false information. And we don't want to put false information out there because you know what? We do have conflict. And if you guys don't know this back in the day, beginning of our podcast series, we did an episode on the Enneagram where we talked about our different Enneagram numbers. Now, if you don't believe in this, it, it. I mean, it's really nothing to believe in. It's just personality traits. And Ashley tends to be a type A personality. I'm a type B personality. And when you are very different in your fundamentals of how you live, that is a recipe for conflict and not understanding how the other person operates and also wanting the other person to be like how you are. When somebody's different than you, you just tend to want, you tend to be confused and you tend to not like it. That's just the way it is. And we've been on a journey of trying to figure out how we can best Be sisters with each other, how we can best be business partners, but conflict always creeps up, okay? And something that is often easy to forget is that conflict is a way for the enemy to get a foothold into relationships. And the enemy wants you to think about your feelings and he wants to amplify your feelings. Like, what I personally struggle with is sometimes I feel like I'm justified in how I feel. And then I forget about the truths in God's word, which calls us to forgive. And I was actually reading, um, a book by Beth Moore, where she talks about forgiveness and how really at the end of this life, we're trying to look more and more like Christ every day and Christ's main mission coming on earth was to forgive us of all of our sins. He's a forgiver and we're called to be like Jesus. And so the way that we can most look like Jesus is by extending forgiveness to other people. And when the, when the enemy gets a foothold in your relationships, he wants you to feel like you are justified in your feelings to not forgive because it's hard to forgive someone when you feel like they aren't sorry or when they don't truly understand how you're feeling. And when you forgive somebody, it's basically like telling the other person the wrongs that you did are are done and they're okay with now. And when you feel like the other person doesn't really know how, how you're going through, you don't want to give them the okay that they can move on. You want them to hold on to it. You want to hold on to resentment and bitterness. And we find this to be true, especially when you have different personality types. Now I'm sitting next to my mom and my sister, and I'm actually sitting in the middle. And I'm the only type B personality in this room. They're both extremely (laughs) driven, hard workers that sticks to a schedule and agenda. And I am the opposite where I need to be poked and I need to be prodded in order to get things done. I have a very Um My room is very messy. Okay, just kidding. I, I do try to clean my room. But, you know, I just tend to be a very scattered person. And I get bursts of energy. And I want to do things when I have a burst of energy. And you know what? If you guys are into Myers-Briggs, I'm an INFP. But this is just getting off track. But sometimes it just feels like this world is a type A world. And, and we don't know how to fit into that mold. It's hard because it's like the Bible calls us to be disciplined, but when that's your main struggle is laziness, it's like, how do you overcome that? And then also how do you work with type A people so that they, they build up your confidence and not make you feel like you're inadequate. I struggle with feeling adequate. And you know what? Maybe someone who's listening to this right now is also a type B personality, but sometimes it just feels like you can never do anything right. And that's another thing that gets in trouble when you're in conflict is because the emotions just ride up, baby. The emotions come in full fledge in your head and it's hard to forgive other people. But we really wanted to talk about the power of prayer and how do you resolve conflict. And and the thing is with us, we resolve conflict differently. And Ashley, I want to hear what you have to say on this, because we were talking in the car the other day, and and she is a, an Enneagram one, and she was with her friend, and her friend was talking about how she, when she's in conflict, likes to spear it head on, talk about it immediately. And I feel like Ashley was resonating with that, but we actually got into a conflict this week, and she needed time to be alone.
2: Yeah, I just needed time to self-reflect and pray through. Just everything that was going on in my head.
0: Yeah. And I feel like also it's easy for in times of conflict to want to retreat and not face the conflict head on. Especially if you feel the rage and anger boiling inside of you. It's almost wise to take a step back because... God calls us to speak truth in love. And if you're yelling at a person or if you are insulting them, it makes it increasingly difficult to resolve the conflict in a way that is really putting Christ at the center of it. And something that Ashley always has to remind me is, you want to say it? Because it's kind of your coin phrase. She forgot. Basically, it is that... We aren't fighting against each other and the enemy wants us to believe that we're warring against each other when really we're warring against spiritual forces around us. And it's so easy for me to get frustrated and be like, no, like, I know it's not the enemy, it's you. Like, I want to pin the blame on her and I want to get frustrated. And as a mother, mentor mama is always constantly having to get in
1: there and... Break it up, ladies. I remember in one of my mom's group studies that I did, it was talking about one of our roles as a mother is to really make sure that your children continually resolve conflict because you don't want conflict to build up over time, and that could carry on into later years and really even dissolve relationships. So I do feel like one of our roles is kind of being a referee. And um, even here today, like just listening to both sides, I think is important. And then the power of prayer and lifting our, asking God for help, Number one, to defeat the attack of the enemy that could be present here and to help us discern our own hearts to really make sure that we're being real with ourselves. What part of this um, are we contributing? And then asking God for help. I know in my experience over the years, way back when I was younger or even when I was early married, I was absolutely horrible at resolving conflict with your dad. And I have to say like that is one of his best qualities because he always would say he was sorry first, like always. And I think that that really got us through like the earlier years until I became more mature and really understood that, yeah, you know what? I am responsible for a lot of these conflicts too. And it does take two because there's always two sides to every conflict.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And you know what? When you were talking about that, it kind of just made me think like, you know, who says sorry first? Um, I feel like when you're in conflict with somebody, there's a, okay, there are cases where it's just one person who's at fault, but I feel like most of the time when you're in conflict both parties are hurt and it could be that one person did do something wrong and the other person didn't do something wrong but they're just emotionally exhausted or emotionally traumatized by what happens and it requires both people to apologize even if in your head you feel so strongly that you did nothing wrong You have to set yourself aside and you have to apologize for the other person because in the end, if you really care genuinely about the other person and you want to live like Christ, then you are going to forgive them. And you're also going to apologize because in that moment, you might realize that 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 other person needs an apology from you in order to move on and feel like a relationship is mended. And... There are going to be times in a relationship where you say sorry and the other person refuses and you have to move on from that. And it's so easy to hold bitterness and resentment against somebody that you feel like isn't correcting their wrongs. And I, I do that I, where Ashley has to call me out. She'll call me out and say, like, this is what you need to fix and you need to change this and I don't change it. Because I am stubborn and I also struggle with laziness. And I've been completely open on all of our platforms about laziness. If you're an Enneagram 9, then you might struggle with this too. It's really not laziness. It's mainly sloth. It's procrastinating and waiting to do something until the very last minute. And then also, there are times when you are so comfortable in doing what you're doing that you choose comfort over work. And hard work. And that's the main area of disagreement that, that my sister and I come into because she is a type A personality. I'm a type B personality and we clash heads. And we were talking in the car about how, where she sees complacency, I see content. And it's this difference in mindset that causes disagreements and struggles because in my head, I'm not doing anything wrong, but in her head, she sees complacency, and this is different and all across the boards on whatever you struggle with with other people because you're a different human being you're going to struggle in seeing different sides of the other person, but if you're valuing your relationship with them then you're going to try to really look at the other person's perspective and make changes and this morning and this is a pr- practical application. For you guys, and actually, this was the other morning. I was praying to God, and I was seeing how He has placed in our hands, in each one of our hands, a ministry where we can truly live out. Um, I'm sorry, Ashley has yeah, she's yeah, squishing. It's really distracting. She's she's squishing a piece of gum between her fingers, and it's growing.
1: Really, Gives me super eebie That was my
0: mom. Yeah, she can't handle gum. She handed her Kleenex, but she got squishing between her fingers. It was Wow. Okay, sidetrack. Do I even know what I was talking about before? Can someone remind me, or was anybody listening?
2: <laughs> Ashley? I can't remember.
0: Okay, well, we might have to switch gears. I hope nobody was too invested in what I was saying, because clearly I can't even remember. Um, Ashley, do you have anything to say? I feel like you've been
2: quiet. I've been just trying to take a step back for this podcast, and I don't have much to say because I know that I make mistakes every day, and I don't want to act like I have it all together because I don't, and the main thing I have to say is that we can't live this life without God, and we have to constantly be turning back to Him and focusing on the unseen. and just holding on to the most important thing, and that's Christ. And, and that will anchor us because when we just fight with each other on earth, it, it's not a display of Christ's love within us. And even Jesus said, people will know us by our love for each other. So fighting is the opposite of what Jesus wants, and it's just a constant reminder of that. Thank you, Ashley. And you know, what you saying
0: that it did
2: or just remind me of what
0: I was saying earlier when I got off track, a practical application for helping yourself resolve conflict. And I was praying to God about how he placed in my hand a ministry. And I, it was me taking a, a chance to sit there and think, okay, I know that I'm in the wrong in a lot of places with these people and there's conflict and a lot of it is caused by me unintentionally, but because of my slothness. Um, And I was praying to God and I was like, I I just want you to, I want to take right now, surrender my heart to you and tell you that I'm sorry, like a confession It's good to do confession prayers to God and just say, this is how I have failed you. I failed these other people, but most of all, when I let my sin get in the way, I'm ultimately failing you and sinning against you. And I was praying for a heart change and I was just motivated to, to actually sit there and think of practical ways that I can change my behavior in order to love the other person and put them first. And I made it a priority this morning to come to my sister and say, these are the ways that I'm going to try to change next week so that I can be a better person for you and be a better person for our ministry, be a better person for our mom. Because you know what? We're not perfect. And a lot of times we need somebody else to call you out so that you can see your blind spot because it's easy to go in life and let your sin become blind spots, If it goes unchecked and that's why God tells us that we need to be iron sharpens iron with other people because otherwise sin goes unchecked and, and we don't grow and we need to grow and strive to be more like Christ. And a lot of that is forgiveness because Christ came to forgive and he forgave us when we had nothing to offer him. Okay. And I was learning about this in Romans that he came to forgive us when we were at our sinful worst place, unrepentant, unturned to him. And he didn't forgive us because he saw potential in us to become believers. He forgave us for who we were in that moment. He forgave, he forgave us knowing that a lot of us wouldn't turn to him. He forgave us just out of his mercy and his grace and his love, which we will never understand. But from that, we should choose to say, That we are going to live our lives for Him, and He gives He gives us so much grace, and that grace gives us a place to live and a foundation of peace, and and a place where we can say, because of Your love for me, I'm going to live for You. I'm going to take Your act of crazy love and forgiveness, and I'm going to extend that to other people because we're called to live like You. We're called to really strive to make You known. And like Ashley said. Our relationships with other people is a sure tell sign to unbelievers
1: to anybody on on where our heart is at. I would really encourage everyone to be real with yourself especially if you struggle with forgiving someone and I'm talking about, you know, day-to-day conflict A lot of times I think pride really holds us back and we just can't do it on our own. And it's okay and it's right to go to God and what we call like a breath prayer and just thinking in your mind at that very moment and say, God, please help me because I can't do this on my own. I I just can't. And I think that that really gives an opportunity for God to shine. And when you just trust him wholeheartedly and ask him for help in that area, that's a prayer I believe God wants to to honor.
0: Yeah, that was really good. Um, yep. And you know what? That just reminded me that forgiveness is not a feeling that you're going to have. Maybe one day you'll feel like you're really able to forgive somebody, but most of the time it's an action. It's you forcibly removing your tight, clenched hands and opening it up and giving the situation over to God and saying, I know that your design of forgiveness is the best possible plan and action of love that I could give to this other person. And so I am going to, even though I don't feel like forgiving this other person, hand the situation over to you because that's what you call me to do. And I want to be obedient to you. And that means forgiving this other person, even if I don't feel like it, because it's really not a feeling. And if you wait for it to become a feeling, it will be years and years down the line. And heck, you might be in your grave and you won't even feel like forgiving him then. So <laughs> yeah, that was my little speech, but I'm, um, sh- should I be a stand up comedian? Some people say that, but you know what? I'm too insecure. Um, Anyways, I feel like that's really all we had to say for the podcast. Did you have any last closing words, Ashley? Nope, she doesn't. Um, I promise you that I looked over at her. She nodded her head. No, I wasn't just ignoring her. Okay. Ashley, what about you, Mom? Nope, she's good. Wow. Okay, well, there it is. Um, So, yeah, so basically this podcast is about conflict resolution and forgiveness. Because you know what? That was a major theme for this weekend for us. And also shout out Kathy. If you're listening, my aunt was here this weekend. love you girl. Um, so see you guys next week on our podcast, which will be on self care. Even though we said last week that it was going to be this week, you know, we needed to talk about, we needed to talk about this. And you know what? Some of you guys needed to hear this. Maybe a little nugget of truth spoke out to you, but forgiveness means being like Christ. That's the best God designed plan for us. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks. Bye. Bye.